Tucker Carlson is a staff writer for the Weekly Standard. Good morning. Thanks Good morning. for being with us. And that's how Tucker Carlson's first appearance on C-SPAN began, taking audience calls December 30th, 1995. Between 1995 and 2015, Tucker Carlson appeared on C-SPAN call-in programs 17 times. In this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, you'll learn personal information Tucker Carlson shared about himself during 20 years of taking calls and talking with the C-SPAN audience. Tucker Carlson was described this way in a February 28, 2023 Washington Post article. No one in the media has been this influential on the right since the prime of Rush Limbaugh. In fact, Rush Limbaugh was in his prime, having just been named an honorary member of the House Republican freshman class, when Tucker Carlson made that first appearance on C-SPAN, December 30th, 1995. Well, I grew up in a town called La Jolla, California, which is in San Diego County. Um, and I left there to go to school back east. And I went to school in Connecticut at Trinity College in Hartford. And then I left there in 1991, got married, and moved to Washington and began uh, writing for a magazine called Policy Review at the Heritage Foundation. I spent a couple of years there, and then I went um, to Little Rock, Arkansas to write editorials for the newspaper there, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, uh, for a man named Paul Greenberg. Mm -hmm. And I came back about a year and a half ago to write a book on crime, which I'm just finishing up. And in August, I came to work the Weekly Standard, which started in uh, September of this year, publication. Two years later, May 12, 1997, Tucker Carlson appeared on Washington Journal again to discuss an article he wrote for the Weekly Standard about Al Gore. And he revealed something about his own politics. In this piece, Mr. Carlson says that, uh, and I'll read you some of the things he says about Al Gore, he's uh, insincere, slippery, and most of all, guilty of something. Uh, your, your, your reaction? Well, I mean, I, I suppose I would say first um, that, I mean, now that I, by the way, am a Democrat. and You are? Yes, I am. I'm an, I, in fact, am a registered Democrat. And uh, I wouldn't vote for Al Gore. Then he explained further. And we've got uh, Tucker Carlson saying he's a Democrat. How much of a Democrat are you? Not much. Uh, and, and in fact, uh, you know, I, my sympathies generally are complete with the Republican Party. In fact, to be... Uh, to be clear about that, I, I'm a registered Democrat because I lived in Arkansas uh, for a time. And uh, it's impossible to really have fun uh, voting in Arkansas if you're not a Democrat because you can't participate in the primaries in a meaningful way. More Tucker Carlson biography when he responded to a Washington Journal caller two years later, September 24th, 1999. The majority of Americans do not live inside the Beltway, although I did at one time. And I certainly think that he should think about how people live in the rest of America because inside the Beltway, they just stop thinking. Thanks. How long were you with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette? Uh, a little over a year. In Little in Rock? In Little Rock. And I have to say to the caller, I spend a good part of every summer in Maine soaking up the outside the Beltway <laughs> truths. Um, and, and, and what Washington enclave do you go in Maine? Uh, actually, we go to a town called Bryant Pond, which is very small. Um, no, no other Washingtonians there? Oh, no, without question, no other Washingtonians there, no. Well, as you know, they, half the town moves up to some part of that. Well, that, that's true. No, our, our town is, was actually the last town in America to have crank telephones. Very small and very unfashionable. How long in, uh, how many years have you been on this earth? Uh, 30. How, how many years of your 30 have you lived here in Washington? Well, let's see. My wife and I moved here in 1991, and then we left in uh, 1993 for about a year and three months, and then we came back. So 
I'm not a math major, but, you know, probably about seven years. How many children do you have? Three. From a May 10th, 2002 caller, the C-SPAN audience learned even more about Tucker Carlson, specifically about his father. Our guest is originally from La Jolla, California, there near San Diego, New Orleans, Louisiana, on the Republican line. You're next. Hello, Mr. Carlson. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I enjoy both your programs, this one and uh, the Crossfire. I'm just Thank wondering, you. are you related to Margaret Carlson? Just by affection. We're not related uh, by blood. But I see her every Wednesday at CNN. But the man you uh, are related to, Richard Carlson, yes. is your father. Where does he live now? He lives in McLean, Virginia. And what were the jobs that he had in and around this town over the years? Um, what, he had a bunch of them. He ran the Voice of America for a long time, maybe five or six years. Uh, he was an ambassador in Africa. And then he ran something called the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which is a sort of umbrella over public broadcasting. What's he doing now? He is writing a book. On? I don't know. Sort of cloaked in secrecy. I think it's a novel. It'll, it'll be uh, perverse and amusing and an excellent read. I can promise that when he's done. Footnote, in 2014, Richard Carlson published a satirical novel, Snatching Hillary. Also during that May 10, 2002 appearance, the C-SPAN audience learned that Tucker Carlson has an interest in rubber bands. Here's an ad on the back of the Weekly Standard. Do you still write for that? Uh, occasionally, I'm still in the masthead, still collecting a massive Weekly Standard-like salary. It's time to settle the score. Begala, Carvel, uh, Novak, Carlson, and the new Crossfire uh, boxing matches, round six and all that. Well, if you'll notice, if you look carefully at that photograph, you'll see that I'm actually winning, not that it's a surprise, the arm wrestling competition with Paul Begala. And you so also have the traditional rubber band on yes, your Yes, I do. In fact, I stole a new one from C-SPAN this morning from your pile of rubber bands. You did bands. that the last time you were here. Yeah, I always did. This is where I got my rubber bands. Tucker Carlson's most recent appearance on a C-SPAN morning call-in program was April 9th, 2015. He was then the editor-in-chief of The Daily Caller. Tucker Carlson explained why The Daily Caller had both a bar in the office and a chaplain on the masthead. Uh, he's an adjunct chaplain. His name is Billy Servany, and he's the pastor of a Presbyterian church in Nashville, uh, Tennessee. He's also our college roommate. We believe in, in adding, larding up the uh, roster with a lot of former college roommates, um, because, like, why wouldn't you if you had your own business? Um, so we have one who's a judge in Maryland who comes to all of our parties. We have a lot of parties with a pretty rigorous party schedule, because, again, why wouldn't you? Um, so, yes, but our chaplain's not actually on site. We could use him here more often. We do have a bar in the back. Uh, we have a daily caller bar you know, built um, by Brian Danza, one of our, one of, uh, one of our employees, um, and a brilliant carpenter, and we do host parties there. And um, you know, it's a pretty, in general, I would say it's a pretty rigorous work environment, and we ask a lot of the people who work here. And so, in return, you know, we do provide uh, f free beer, and we also uh, spend several hundred bucks a week on pop tarts, which are for free for everyone, and you can sleep here if you want, and some people do. Um, and so that's kind of the trade-off. You know, we don't pay well, but I think it's an interesting job. The metabolism is really high. It's intense. They're great people. And uh, if you want beer and Pop-Tarts, you know, we can cover that. Finally, we noted at the beginning that Tucker Carlson's first appearance on C-SPAN was 1995. That was the year Rush Limbaugh was named an honorary member of the freshman House Republican class for his role in helping Republicans take over Congress. What did Tucker Carlson think of Rush Limbaugh? Here's a call he took on C-SPAN, September 18th, 2000. Hi, this is uh, Cincinnati, and let me tell you, Bush is going to carry Ohio 100%. 
Tucker, I'm real disappointed in you. Just making fun of Rush Limbaugh. I listen to Rush every single day for three hours. We go out to lunch every day. My husband and I, I'm 70 years old. I stood in line to see Bush in the rain at 70 years old. That's how much we love him. And Rush is the only one that we have standing up for Bush. I'm ashamed of you, tell you the truth. When you're on C-SPAN, you don't stand up for the conservatives. You have gone over. I wouldn't even be on C-SPAN. or not. Uh, yeah, CNN, rather, not C-SPAN. CNN. They are so against Bush, and you sit there with Margaret Carlson and practically agree with everything she says. So we're, we're just not for you at all. Thank you very much. Well, happily, I'm not running. I agree with almost everything that Rush Limbaugh says. I just think, you know, he's an egomaniacal blowhard, and I can't bear to listen to him. By the way, the caller's prediction was on the money. George W. Bush did beat Al Gore in Ohio in 2000. In fact, Ohio was one of nine states that voted for Bill Clinton twice that George W. Bush managed to flip. Speaking of Republican presidents, one last thing. At this point, you might be wondering, during any of his 20 years of C-SPAN call-in appearances, did Tucker Carlson ever mention Donald Trump? Actually, yes. October 19, 2011, talking about the 2012 presidential campaign. There's so much volatility just beneath the surface in American life, not just in the Republican Party, uh, that, again, if there was every year where something truly weird happened, where Obama stepped down and Joy Behar ran as the Democrat and, I don't know, Donald Trump became the Republican nominee, unlikely, but if there was every year, this is it. And now our bonus clip. This time we're going to do something different. We're going to set up our bonus clip with a different clip. This one. Here's Tucker Carlson responding to a caller on C-SPAN's Washington Journal, May 10th, 2002. I mean, I wish there were more real old-fashioned Paul Pot supporting leftists uh, in the United States. It, it makes for sharper, more interesting debate. Um, leftists, you know, who are committed to a left-wing vision of society. Now, building off that observation, our actual bonus clip. And it's not from Tucker Carlson. It's from a guest who appeared with Tucker Carlson on C-SPAN two years before that, March 20th, 2000. It's comedian and future senator Al Franken. First, I, I covered the straw polls for George magazine, and then I did, went, did another Iowa event for George. And then I became a surrogate for, for Gore. I'm for Gore. And it's, you know, when comedians start uh, being surrogates for it's it's dangerous both to the candidate and the comedian. For example, um, years ago, the first candidate I ever backed, I did a I did a fundraiser for Pol Pot, and uh, a couple years later, I saw the killing fields, and I just felt like an idiot. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. Want more Tucker Carlson on C-SPAN? It's easy. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. Forty-eight appearances to choose from, including several times on Book TV plus interviews and panel discussions we've covered as recently as last year. Thanks for listening and happy searching.